I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hello and welcome to episode two of To The Regiment, the early doors podcast with Phil Mealy and me, Ben Steele. So, Phil, how's it going today? All right, Ben, not too bad at all. Had a bit of a lazy day today, really. I've not really done a lot, which is uh, good. I've just been sort of cleaning, just doing domestics. Well, right. I'm re- to be honest with you, I am recovering a bit from watching the football last night when United should have won we drew two all but there you go that's just life <laughs> were, you, were you watching or were you there? No I was watching it was at uh, was it, it was a wasn't it? White Hart Lane but it's not anymore is it? It was at Spurs so <laughs> oh, yeah so uh, yeah, yeah yeah just watching the pub so commiserated with a few of the lads and then mm. <laughs> yeah well we were away just down the road from you actually weren't we? In Everton oh yeah yeah, what score was it? I don't know. 4-1. Oh, yeah. Somebody leads, is either leads, Everton. There's going to be a big team. Southampton are already gone, aren't they, really? Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Leicester down there, they're still in the mix. Yeah. Forest, mm, they're picking up points at the right time. Yeah, I, I don't know. It'd be interesting to see who... who uh, I'm just worried about the treble. Don't want the treble. Don't want, <laughs> don't want the Blues to win that treble. Don't want to see. Well, they've probably got the title. I think they've got, I've got the title. I think they've got the title. Yeah, Arsenal bottled it a little bit, didn't they? I mean, they're only young, aren't they? They're a young side, so they've kind of done really well, to be honest with you. But yeah, it, it'd be interesting. They probably they might just completely go a bit now because mm-hmm. uh, you know they may not even finish second. It depends. It depends how they you know how they react. But they seem to be in a bit of well, not free fall is probably the wrong word, but they you know. Last four games, drawn three, lost one. It's not, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's that you can cope with it if that happens around November time or December. You can kind of, yeah. you can ride it a little bit, but 
not not in April. No, <laughs> not on the business end. Yeah. Great. Oh, well, let's uh, move off football. Um, yeah. <laughs> at least at least we're in the right position in the league this time, not like last season. Uh, it was yeah, a different conversation. Right. So this week, this is the first time we are talking about an episode uh, right, yeah. in its entirety. So I've got a mini script here with some okay. key points I want to go through. Um, I'm just going to get your take on it more than anything. All right, yeah. Um, hopefully I've got some questions that are uh, just a bit different. Okay. Um, what I tried to do in this episode was take a chart, like a five-bar gate thing, of how many times bloody hell was said, and I lost, I lost track. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you will, you will do. When we did the Royal Family, we got... Um notes from the bbc about uh can we can we cut some of the bloody hells out because mm-hmm. jim just says bloody hell <laughs> all the time so he said yeah all right so we, we, and but we were surprised actually how many there were, are in there mm. which just not common you know bloody hell yeah, yeah, anyway, yeah. it's yeah. a catch-all yeah yeah it, it says exactly what you want exactly yeah that's the thing about it you don't have to explain it and you know. I was trying to do a um a Tommy count on on a, on a, on piss offs as well, but there was yeah. only one. I was surprised. Yeah, well, piss offs a bit more aggressive, <laughs> and aggressive than bloody hell, isn't it? So yeah, I think that's why, yeah. So, did you find out if this episode had a name? Uh, episode what is it? Episode one? Just episode one. Uh, no, I mean, I, as I say, I don't think we we did, we didn't have we didn't give the episodes names. We didn't, it wasn't, it's never felt like a sitcom like that anyway. No. You know, we could have called it, you know, the urinal sign or whatever it was, or I don't know, but we never, Yeah. we, we never, you know, the pub quiz would have been an obvious one. But mm. mm-hmm. we, it was one of those things, like with the royal family, I, I mean, I, I think somebody somewhere might have given them the names, but not us. I don't think we did. I'm pretty sure we, we just... Didn't give them, didn't give the episodes actual names. Yeah, makes sense. It does you make know, sense. It's like yeah. in the old, in the old sitcoms, a night in and things like that, like Porridge. I think it was a standard thing to do, but mm-hmm. I don't think I don't think the royal family did that. I don't think the office did that either, did they? I don't think so. No, I so. think the Amer- American thing to have titles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With this, you know, <laughs> I'm pretty sure we didn't. Is the answer to that right? So, first person we see is Ken, and um, he's topping up the Corvazier with just supermarket <laughs> brandy. Um, no frills, no thrills, and he's putting the sign up and he's kind of walking around the grapes. He's going to get that um, sense of location and sense of the layout of the pub. Mm. Um, was that? Some that you and Craig spoke about to try and put people into the pub and get the whole lie of the land. We were we were really I remember us being really pleased when we come up with the idea at the beginning because because uh it's two minutes, I guess, or a minute and a half, two minutes. And you learn so much about him yeah. and the pub. Uh and nobody says a word. You know, yeah. and it's and it's and it's quite funny because, of course, you know, he's like, you know, 
I believe children are the future, and he steal it off the off the penny pile, <laughs> and, uh, you know, mm-hmm. and all that. You know, you can't take away my dignity. He's cleaning the 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 toilet mm-hmm. and all that. I mean, I think you I think you, you get to know a lot about him because you see the fact where you see it's working class. You see that he's a little bit dodgy, but you know, he's not. He's obviously not a, one of the great train robbers, but he's not bad at you know. He's not averse to fleecing his customers a little bit, you know, just yeah. for his own ends. Uh, and he's also uh, a bit petty, isn't he? Because, you know, with the sign, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's, he's signed about people using, dropping fag ends in the urinals. He's also, uh, you know, a bit, a bit wound up. But, uh, so, no, I, I think really enjoyed at the beginning of it. Just thought it was a really a, a, an original start to a, to a sitcom as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you're right. You do learn about a lot about him. That he's he seems likable and lovable, but also just a little bit naughty. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which is great. I mean, the thing is, you don't want people to dislike him from the start. But it's quite funny that you see the Cavossier bottle, and then as the camera pans. Across, he's there with the no frills brandy filling it up. I mean, yeah. I just think, like you know, I, I mean, and let's face it, when you go into pub, loads of times you think, sure, he's watering this beer down. Yeah, or exactly. Like that. There's always those things, isn't there? So it's kind of it plays into a bit of a trope, really, that people think about landlord, that you know, that kind of a guy. But but yeah, yeah, no, but but um. And he was great. It's great. He's the you know he's just singing away and doing all these things like matter of factly. You know, it's it's, it's nothing. This is nothing out of the ordinary for him. He's doing it yeah. every day. Yeah. And then after that, there's knocks on the door and it's Tommy. Um, yeah. yeah. It's that's like I, I know this person who yeah. lives well, lives for it to be on time. Is upset that it's not on time, is yeah. miserable, but happy yeah. being miserable. Yeah. And they just look forward to being in the pub. And I quite like the fact the drink is mild that he drinks as well. Oh, yeah. Just, he's just mild. <laughs> he's just a... Yeah. Mm. Well, it's an old drink, isn't it, mild as well? Yeah. You know? I mean, I don't think... I, I don't think you can get mild in pubs, so not many pubs these days. But... No. He... Uh, it's just great that you just think it, it brings every not in a uh, it's, I mean it's quite a slow beginning and it's sort of bringing it down a bit because you think oh no it's just this we've got this and this miserable old sods coming in and he's even more miserable I mean you, you think Ken's a bit uptight and a bit well what the hell about me sign and you've got this fellow that's coming in moaning because it's not uh, <laughs> the pub that open on time. But I think with Tommy, I think everybody knows somebody like that. You know, it, I mean, I don't mean it doesn't necessarily have to be somebody in the pub. Everybody yeah. knows. Everybody knows somebody that sort of, you know, enjoys being miserable yeah. or, or seems to be miserable uh, and is dour and, you know, Bit of a killjoy, I mean, which is which is just him, you know. Mm-hmm. He, he uh, that's just the way he is, and he's you know he's always been like that, and he's probably got worse as he got older, and and uh, yeah, so 
it's it's great that he's you know I think you just get the measure of it as well and I think I think as well starting the series like that it probably put some people off hmm. think in re, on reflection because you think it, is it that oh it's a bit grim up north kind of vibe uh, but you know you write what you know about and I just think well everybody recognises and it's just a nice gentle way of introducing you know the characters you get a little flavor of what they're about and then and then somebody else you know what I mean it's this sort of you're just introducing them slowly and just giving the audience a little bit of a uh an overview of what what these characters are going to like really yeah and it's got one of the best jokes within the first two minutes about um the person that died never oh, once yeah. went to the seaside yeah. <laughs> that's a great line <laughs> Yeah, it's just like, never once went to the seaside. I know. <laughs> just, uh, well, it's, a little bit. It, it's kind of, uh, well, it's just a really good, I can't remember who said it, but um, it's just, um, never once been to the seaside. Like, <laughs> that's the kind of sum up of the, of the ambition, really. Mm-hmm. That he knew that he'd never been to there. Have, have you ever been to say, Charlie? Oh, I've never been. I've never been yet. I'll go one day. <laughs> he never got there. Yeah. Never well, asked all the sea. Yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of which, we then go upstairs and you've got um Oh yeah, right. Gene and Winnie. Yeah. And then, and then obviously Mel's there as well. And Mel's just listening to their conversation. And it's like yeah. two different worlds. Yeah. Listening in, listening in. And it's the first time we notice, well, not notice, we are introduced to Gene's love of biscuits, Maltesers, yeah. crunchies, Kit Kats. Is that based on someone? Or um, as I don't, it's not based on anybody in particular. Um, but I think everybody knows, you know, those people uh, who put, who are sort of a bit weighty, if you like. Right. And then you'd ask him, you say, well, I, how, you know, I've tried to lose weight. I don't even know. I'm not, it's not like I'm eating. But it, they don't sort of class as eating little biscuits and, you know, you know, snacks as, as actually. I only have one meal a day. You know, it's all that kind of stuff. But then they're eating crunches. And it just, just felt like it was a, um, I don't know, it was just a really good, a good little character trait. Uh, yeah. It was a shame with Rita because lots of times you'd be trying to do a dialogue and like bits of crispy had come flying out of a gob and stuff <laughs> like that. And we'd have to retake it. Or she'd have a bag full of cream cake trying to speak. But it just um it's just love, loving that idea of, of of that woman who's uh yeah, you know, she just look and it, she's always eating something, isn't she? She you mm-hmm. know, more often than not, she's got a sweet or she's she's got a a, a biscuit or she's got something on the go. Yeah. yeah. Or a crunchy. Yes. Yeah. 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 It's, just, then, it's just a nice idea. I mean, a lot of people do, you know, people do it in the cars really, don't they as mm-hmm. well? People sort of a bit of a secret squirrels really. Uh, and, and she does a little bit of that. Yeah. She, she, she eats quite, I mean, she's, she's open about it, but, but then she is quite, you know, you can find her, eating somebody else's sweets or whatever she's doing, yeah. Yeah, well, Mel's birthday uh, birthday chocolates or whatever. The yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. 
yeah. yeah. And then Winnie, the classic, classic gossiper, as in knows yeah. everyone's business, but never yeah. really tells you, just kind of hints about it. But also the best shit house in the whole thing, how yeah. she winds up, Jean, is beautiful. Oh. Well, it's really, it's a lovely uh, relationship, I think they've got. Well, not lovely, but it's kind of barbed. But also, they do actually like, again, you see, I think that they, even though they, they do wind each other up, <laughs> yeah. underneath, underneath all, when they need to, when they want to come together, they, can, they will. So they mm. don't feel it. It's not, you know, they are having little pops at each other and it is that kind of, you know, batting a ball back and two. But then they collude as well, don't they? You know, uh, when they when they really want to, or when 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 it suits both their purposes, they'll be like, "Oh, did you hear about?" I can't even remember now. But you know, when when they're talking about the um, uh, the the article in the paper and things yeah. like that, yeah, you know? yeah, 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 yeah. So they, yeah, again, we're setting up that thing of of. Um, you know, there is a back and forth there, but also as well, uh, Jean pulls rank, doesn't she? She'll always, right, come on. Yeah. You've got mm -hmm. some cleaning to do. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but you get too fed up with it, mm -hmm. you know, and then, and the only, the only way that Winnie can bite back is to, you know, sort of pull the rug from underneath her or, you know, mm -hmm. yeah, so, so, no, it's good. I like, I like their relationship very much. Yeah. And, and I like, there's something about um, writing for women as well, and old women is is quite. I mean, my mum's still touch wood. My mum's still knocking on. She's ninety, right? And uh, and Craig's mum's still around. I mean, they. My mum's called Winnie, and Craig's mum's called Jean. Is that so right? So <laughs> that that tells you, you know. <laughs> and we both love our mums, mm -hmm. and I think it's just nice to be able to. Uh, sort of celebrate that in a way, really. Mm -hmm. Even though, I mean, they're not like that. They're not like those characters. Well, uh, I guess some of it is. Some of it must be. Comes you know, from some, yeah, yeah, because it does. I mean, my mum's mum's not really a gossip, but she does like she does like a bit of gossip. <laughs> There's she a fine line. Yeah. And she's always asking, she, mum's always asking questions about everything. So what's he, you know, I bought her an Alexa because she just asks questions all, so who's he playing for? So what's he doing? So why does he do this? And all that, <laughs> you know what I mean? But I think there was something about those two uh, and something about writing for, for women that's really, that have that kind of knock at, you know, back and forth, sort of trying to undermine each other slightly and, oh yeah, um, you know, you were uh, he was married to your to your sister at the time, and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> just, you know, just to pull the rug a little bit is nice, which is what yeah. we do. So. so we then go back down, and then Joe comes in, Craig Cash, um, and again we're similar to the introduction of Ken. He's leaving work early. He's still clocking in overtime. Yeah, it's like. Technically, it's wrong. Technically, but, everybody's everybody's thieving, or but everyone's up to it. <laughs> <laughs> everyone's up to it. Um, 
and he puts the Smiths on, this charming man, was there any other consideration or is that song indirect for you coming in as the person who's got the suit and having well, a way? I think it just says, it says, music's great. I mean, we obviously, anyone watching Early Doors would see that we use music a lot. Yeah. It's just a big part of our lives as well. You know, Craig was, Craig was, a, did do DJing. Yeah. I, I, I've been to thousands of gigs and uh, we, were, we were just sort of trying to think, well, okay, you know, and then it's not something you think consciously, but I think, First of all, you, it's a great way to strike to say, like, as soon as I come walking in, it's like, you know, hey, oh, here he is. And you can <laughs> see that they're, they're mates straight away because yeah. he'll know, because Duffy knows Joe's put that on the jukebox. Yeah. He knows that he's, he's you know, and he knocks on, and they both love the Smiths and he's saying, right, here we go. And he's doing it because <laughs> Duffy's doing it for Joe, really. You <laughs> can, hey, look at me. And he's like, and Joe's loving it. And then they're giving it, you know, uh, the Smiths, this channel label, Brooksway, yeah, you know, they're both yeah. like, yes, correct, come on. <laughs> you know. And is that how you and Craig talk? Because you've known each other for so long, is that how you would kind yeah, of Yeah, we do talk short, we do talk shorthand. Yeah. Um, or we used to, I don't, we don't do it so much now, but we, we, but we still do. We used to, I used to work with a guy, or I, and he's, he's had, uh, and he, he, he spoke, all right, man, how's it going? Not bad and all that. And <laughs> so when I'd be on the phone, my ex on the girls would go, oh, he's talking, to, he's talking to Craig. Because I would only go, all right, mate. And he'd be on the side, I'll tell you what, mate. He was blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ah, boom, boom. We just, yeah, so we talk like that. We still do, all right, Nobby, how's it going? <laughs> <laughs> so we do have a kind of a... I think you do with your mates, don't you? You have a little, yeah, yeah. Short, a little shorthand thing going on, uh, which we definitely have. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so it was just a way of going, right, it's like bang, 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 right, we're in correct, right, what you have, you know, it's, it's kind of that, uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it shows that they've got, an, uh, uh, they've got a mate and they've got an affection for each other and you clearly know, you see there's a history between these two because... Yeah. You know, one knows what the other's going to say. You know, you know. You, you, I think you just see that. Yeah, yeah. So again, it's it's a ways of kind of. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, "What the f- are you talking about? You insane Hollywood ass." So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. As an audience, you're going, all right, 
tick. I know these two. These are mates. These are these mm -hmm. are mates for a lot. You don't need to say. I mean, that's they're the worst comedies or the worst things when they say, "Oh yeah, we've been friends for twenty years," and we look. You know, what I mean, you don't need to do that. No, you do it by you know. It's you know you do see some comedies where it's a lot of exposition where they're just telling you, "Oh yeah, my you know my brother was this," or you know, "Oh you know we've done this together." Whereas we would just try to do it in in dialogue and observation really mm -hmm. you know so then the audience is going okay i know yeah by things that you'd recognize by characters that you'd recognize by the way that they interact with each other that you recognize rather than sort of spell it out yeah because that that interaction you write the the rough trade 83 that tells you everything you know in about yeah, what 25 yeah, yeah. seconds yeah exactly mm -hmm. yeah so then we've another couple come in, so Eddie and Joan, oh, yeah. which is the direct opposite of Tommy. And I guess yeah. did so they sit next to each other. Yeah. Well, was the juxtaposition on purpose? Oh, absolutely on purpose. Yeah. It's obvious that you know where yeah. else are they gonna you know, they're <laughs> happy go lucky. So where else are you gonna put them other than next to the most miserable man in the yeah. town? You know and what I mean? Was it I'm trying to think, but I honestly can't think of another time. Is it only Eddie who asks Tommy if he wants to come in on the round? I yeah. can't think. Of it. Yeah. Nobody else does. Yeah. <laughs> but because he still just doesn't take everybody else, Because <laughs> everybody else knows what Tommy's like. They probably may have done in the past and just thought, oh, bollocks to him. It's just, mm. you know what I mean? He's just going to, you know, and he's always going to say, I'll stay on my own. And he always says, I'll stay on my own. But Eddie's such a lovely aimless man that he was still asking you know all right tommy you have him well no i said right so it, you know <laughs> it's not he's 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 unfazed by what well, he can't he, he's, he's not he's not got a sort of character that would be phased by it it's just okay right so doesn't take it personally just thinks oh well okay yeah and i'll ask him again i'll try and, him again <laughs> yeah do you want to on tommy no <laughs> oh, I he's not taking it, is it? You know, and Tommy's like, probably, I wish he'd just stop asking me. You know, no, I'll stay on me. <laughs> I told he doesn't see it. Ed, he doesn't see it because he's just not got that social awareness. He's just yeah. like, I told, okay, if you don't want one. <laughs> and you, you see straight away with Joan how happy she is that Ken's offered to put a shamrock on a Guinness as well. Yeah. Like, yeah. I will. <laughs> yeah. Which I love. That's great about them too. I mean, to be honest, when we first... Uh, so Adrian Shergold directed, uh, directed the first series. And when they first walked in, uh, he got uh, Eddie to sort of grease his hair down and All right. uh, put this big map. And he looks... Like, as soon as he walked in, he looked like, I don't know, there was something sinister looking about him, like he'd be hanging around schools or something. I don't know. Oh, you know? Right. And we were like, oh, no, 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 no. This is completely wrong. Mm -hmm. This isn't this isn't what this character's about. This character mm -hmm. not like a, some kind of weirdo. Uh, you know, because there is always those, you know, oh, don't go anywhere near, you know, Teresa Green's house because she'll 
she kidnaps kids or you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. There's always people in there and the, you know, when your mum would say, Oh, keep away from Mr. Malone's house because he'll he'll set the dog on you or whatever. There's always set the dog on you. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas and I, and I think he read it into it that this that the that something more into it than it actually was. And really, all it is is that they're just like happy go lucky, aimless look love each other. That's all they're, you know, quite happy with the lot, with the lot, really. But, you know, it, it, there was nothing more to it than than that, to be honest with you. And I think, uh, yeah. So we just said, no, that's not right. And he just got his, came back in and, you know, we just had to scrap that bit of filming. So there probably is about, it's probably five minutes somewhere of Eddie coming in and uh, him looking like Black Bob the Mass Murderer. <laughs> do you know what I mean and um, and uh, we just said no that's that's definitely not it doesn't you know? fit him yeah yeah you know and it's, and it's and it's really important because the very first it's like you say isn't it is it like if you make your mind about somebody in the first what is it 30 seconds or something like that it's not long it, yeah so, so it's really important that you go those first that first impression of what's the, what are these like and he's like all right Ken. And he's all about the temporary traffic lights, and so you get him, you get him straight away. Yeah, but visually it just didn't fit. So yeah, yeah. Well, speaking of the traffic lights, he has a quiz for you. Can you remember where the traffic lights were? There's four points that Eddie refers Ooh. to. Uh, Bird all lanes always one, isn't there? It's Bird all lane. Yeah, there. that's at the that's uh, the end. The bank next to Bird all lane. Lane uh, McVitie's. He passed McVitie's to the bank on Is Hesker Street in there? Not on this one. I think oh, it does right. change in the second series. Not, um, Olds was Square? No. No. Bank on Burnley. Green Lane? It's Samuel Street. Oh, Samuel Street, yeah. Top yeah. end of Piper Street. Oh, down Piper past McVitie's. To the bank on Bird Hall Lane. Yeah. <laughs> Top end of the park. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I do think they're it changes. They're all roads that are around that, that are in Stockport. Is that right? Yeah. And I and, do think they actually um they do change. They must change where the traffic lights are. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. Well, they move around. well he's 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 obsessed with temporary traffic lights, isn't he? So he would know where they are all over town. So yeah. Oh god, been, yeah. He's driving different routes. He's seeking out temporary traffic lights, really. <laughs> oh, He's probably he's probably onto the road or the highways to find out where they are. <laughs> and yeah. I think you get a lovely bit of his character as well when he's just trying to get Ken's attention. Like it's oh, his yeah. hero or some figure in his life that he wants. He just wants to impress. Yeah. Um and Ken just as he said, I kind of give a shite. <laughs> but what's great about that, and that was Mark, uh when when um you know, we didn't tell him to do this, was that um, Mark followed him up and down the bar. And you watch it. But yeah, Ken yeah. moves to the one side of the bar. Uh, Eddie follows him. Eddie goes up. He doesn't stay where <laughs> he moves up. The, I remember him doing it when we did, um, I think we did the rehearsals and, and Mark did it. And we just really laughed. I said, oh, you've got to keep that in. Yeah. And it's just great that he follows him. You know, he follows him along the bar. Well, he can hear him just at the bar, but he just follows him, trying to get his attention. And he's just, Ken's just not having it. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's just, he's a, you know, 
again, he's heard him going on about the traffic lights like we all have a million times, but, you know, so it's just water up a duck spat, really. Well, it's funny you should mention going up the bar. Well, there's two other people at the top of the bar now, Tanya and Debbie. So oh, the, yeah. The fitness girls uh, going for a quick G&T before they go up the, to Melanie's yeah. class. And obviously, Ken's attention, as we'll learn later, is taken yeah. away by Tanya quite a bit. Um, I mean, that was a real slow burn with him and Tanya, which yeah. we did deliberately. We wanted to kind of... And it was an unlikely... You, were, you wouldn't put them together straight off. So I think we wanted to make it like a very slow kind of, you know, uh, which ended up over the two series, didn't it, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and in the live show as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 But, but they're great characters as well. Kind of, as you mentioned in the last episode, that, that the women are in charge. That kind of, they've just got the the run of the place. They just know how it works in the pub. They're, they're coming in early. They've just, they've got everyone's number. That's what I'm seeing. Everyone, they've yeah. got the mark on everyone. Yeah, yeah, they're just in charge. Two people who aren't in charge, though, who come in. I think he's. Oh no, there's one other person after this. Um, it's Phil and Nige. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then, and then, then turn up. Um, the recurring characters of the police. I mean, you know, Phil and Nige are the. As I said, you know, I have said before that the the only people that the real characters uh, that are based on real people is Phil and Nige. So the most unlikely of people in there, you would think. You know that you're sort of stretching reality a bit is actually true. The, the, the pub we used to go drinking in, there were two coppers called Phil and Knight. Who used to come in? Who used to come in the back door? Mm-hmm. And Jimmy, the landlord, would go and in the, and they would have a drink with him in the back. Brilliant. And that that you know, and obviously because they're on duty, they're staying in the back room mm-hmm. uh, because you know they don't want it. They don't want to kind of. The regulars know what's going on, yeah, and it's all, but it's all a bit clandestine, isn't it? Because what you know, they're thinking, well, you know, we don't want the sat, you know, we don't want people coming in the front who seeing us, you know. So they're, yeah, so they're just sort of hidden away in the back room, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. But the, the great characters of they never pay for a drink. They're always asking for a whiskey on the side. Well, Niger's fillers. Yeah, 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 always yeah. <laughs> But they always want the good whiskey, um, and they're always slagging off the the oak. Did yeah. you, in your head, have it that when they're in the oak, they're doing the same thing about the grapes? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, playing each other against, uh, playing each other yeah. against each other. Yeah, yeah. And also, they know it's a way of using their influence, isn't it? And their their kind of uh, the power that they've got as the cops. Mm-hmm. They can. You know they can say, "Oh, they can slag the old cough." So, if they're slagging the old cough, then it's it's more incentive to Ken to that that he gives them the extra whiskey and that he kind of hands <laughs> it to them. You know what I mean? And they know that, and they're just they're working him, aren't they? That's what the cops are doing. Yeah, and I guess Ken gets after hours and yeah, like he that. gets his. You know, it, you know. If yeah, if it's yeah, so if he serves late on, the cops turn the blind eye to it. He knows the cops can smooth. If there's any trouble, mm-hmm. 
not that there ever would be, but you know what I mean? He just knows yeah. that the cops are, uh, uh, you know, they, they have influence, don't they, in his mind, and they can sort things out that he can't. And he can, and they can turn a blind eye to stuff as well. Mm-hmm. So that's, you know, so they probably, uh, you know, if, if they stumbled across the fact that he was um, selling dodgy booze or, you know, well, they think, I think that's what, I'm not sure if he's in this episode when he says, I think somewhere has been raided. Yes, that that's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh and I think he says, hey, Mel, you've not seen anyone selling dodgy booze. And <laughs> she says, only you, Dad. Yeah. And the cops start laughing because they kind of give it, oh, yeah, okay, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> so the final character that comes up in this episode, so in episode two, we'll talk about James McAvoy, who's oh, yeah. had a quiet career, really, let's be honest. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what happened to him. No, no idea. Um, but someone else who had a quiet career is, is Janice, Maxine Peake. What was oh, it like yeah. working with Maxine? Yeah, because she's unbelievable. Yeah. She can't act, can she? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's great, yeah. She's, she's, she's lovely, Maxine, yeah, yeah. But it's an odd one, really, because when we... She just... She's one of those people, she's not actually... Uh, well, she's not in the audition, or not even when we first started. She's not one of these people who's that confident in her own ability, yet she's got... Mm abundance of ability you know i mean she's just a fantastic fabulous actress um so yeah so so again we just all auditioned her she just you know amongst quite a lot of others which mm. is weird now looking back on it i mean you wouldn't be able to audition her now you'd just either offer the part or not yeah yeah i think she'd only been i think i don't i think i think we've we told her on the day Usually you wait and you sort of have a debate about it, but she was that good. She said, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, and she's great. And what I like about her character, Janice, so she's all like, can you look after the baby? And like really shy, sheepish yeah. maybe. But as soon as Joe says yes, she's like, right, no smoking, bottles under yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. Laying down the law. Yeah. Oh, no, she's kind of, you know, and again, she's not, she's, she's sort of a, and I don't, I'm not sure if you can allow, you're allowed to say this really uh, in these politically correct times, but she would, she would say, she, in the old days, you would say she was like a tart with a heart, which kind right. of sort what you would, you know, so she's obviously, you know, she's, her morals might be questionable, but, 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 you know, she's got heart of gold basically. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what you're, it's funny expression that, isn't it? I mean, you can you say it and everybody knows, if you know that expression, you know exactly what you mean. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And she, that's that's what she's like. You know, she's sort of, uh, yeah, you know, she's, uh, she is, uh, uh, again, not quietly, she, she's got not, she hasn't got much self-awareness, let's say that. Mm-hmm. And, just for public record, we're on about Janice here, not Maxine. <laughs> Just anyone is listening. Oh God! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah of course. <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought she pops up throughout the series, doesn't she? So she's um, quite a. It's hard to describe. She's a crucial character for like backstories. Yeah, but she's not a permanent fixture within the bar. 
No, there's a few, in, particularly in the first series. I think it's difficult as well because you're finding your feet with the writing as well in the first yeah. series. You don't know um, the actors. You're not sure what how they're going to play it. And right. sometimes writing, ours definitely did, uh, bends towards... Uh, when what you see their strengths are, what you see when when they interpret it, and you think, oh, you're the, oh right, okay, it's a subconscious thing. But I think you you definitely write uh, more towards when you see you know what they're doing with the character and how they're taking it. Mm -hmm. It does happen. Yeah. So with with but she, unfortunately, she'd signed on to do Shameless for two yeah. series. So she couldn't be in the second series, which is a shame, you know, because we, you know, uh, we brought somebody else in, but uh, it was great, Nicola. Uh, Nicola. Um, yeah. But um, yeah, she was just that really good. Uh, again, there's another storyline going on. Is this baby yours? Is it not yours? <laughs> you know, will Duffy get? You know, is he gonna trap off with uh you know what's going on at home it's all that kind of stuff yeah it just gives you, it just gives you another uh a level of what's going on in the outside world as well which i think is good yeah and tap into yeah. you know as opposed to sort of it just being what you see is what you get that happens but also you get a glimpse into what everybody else else's life is by the by the way that the that you know that that the, you see them for that snapshot in the pub and, and how they interact with each other. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Great. Well, right. So in two weeks' time, we'll discuss yeah. the story of episode one. Right. Um. Just so we can give this episode to the characters a bit more. Yeah. Um. And then in four weeks' time, we'll probably mention James McAvoy in a bit more detail. And then, oh, yeah. obviously, in Series 2, you've got Dino, Nicola, other characters yeah. who, are, who are coming in. Yeah. Um, thank you very much for listening. If you want to get in touch, you can find us on Instagram, which is at Early Doors Pod. On Twitter, you'll guessed it, at Early Doors Pod. And we're on email earlydoorspod at gmail.com as well. Like, subscribe, tell your friends, and please leave a rating and a review. You hear this in all the podcasts, but apparently it does help. Um, so if you can send people our way for more listeners, that's great. So from me, Ben, thanks for listening. and Thank you very much for listening. Cheers. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.